Welcome to Royal Conversations where I speak with people who are working on their goals in an effort to provide inspiration, insights and value. Seeing how by defining and developing their purpose, they're achieving their hopes and living their best life. This week we have uh, somebody that I'm honoured to call close friend um, as well as um, to, if I'm totally honest a bit of a like slightly big brother slash mentor um, Renick Brown Hello Hello You've got one minute to introduce yourself um, Are you ready? I'll do my best Do my your best <laughs> Do your best Alright In three Two <laughs> One, go. Uh, hello, my name is Renick Brown. <laughs> uh, founder of Tap Bar Coaching. Uh, still coming. Um, still up and coming. Um, and a keen enthusiast of fitness. And I believe having your mind and body in one is very important. Mm. Um, obviously, after going through my own journeys, um, having a mentor and someone with me, that showed me about the mindset of how to change my mind over. And that's what probably got me interested in helping others change their lives. Um, coming from adoption, um, being skinny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was the real reason for the gym. <laughs> so I love that. Karate and gym helped me obviously get over that side um, about my own um, paranoia about myself. Mm. Uh, being adopted, obviously having your own mental issues um, and obviously being skinny. Having my own manly issues, but like, <laughs> don't look like a man in that. So <laughs> I take up the gym. <laughs> yes. To be fair, you filled yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. have filled out. Yeah, it's done its job. It's okay. Done its job. So, like, we're gonna get into your story in a bit, um, but the reason that I kind of wanted to have you on because was because I know that you're doing tap bar coaching. Yeah. Which um, do you want to kind of give a general overview about what that's about and kind of what you do? Yeah, um, yeah tap bar coaching came about, um, as I said, um, when I was younger, I didn't really, uh, kind of wayward, I didn't really have any direction really, mm. um, until we had our mentor, um, say our pastor, took us in, um, yeah. and kind of opened our eyes to other possibilities, mm. so I think that's where an interest came in helping people move forward. Yeah. Didn't really know what that looked like, to be honest, um, until I just stumbled across life coaching. Yeah. Um, and in the future, counselling. Mm. Yeah. Because, like, um, the counselling thing, especially in this day and age, is, like, it's something that I think a lot of people are becoming a lot more aware of. And I think slowly by slowly, the stigma around mental health is being chiselled away at because there is more... I wouldn't say more availability of counselling, but there is more awareness of the benefits of counselling, if that makes sense. So, like, I think your story is really interesting and the work that you've been doing, like, is also really interesting and powerful as well. So, like, first and foremost, we always start every episode with kind of what is your purpose to a point, right? So we, we call it start with why. Yeah. So, um... The interesting part about that is we trying to f- try to figure out what is your DNA and then also what is your enemy. Yeah. So if I was to ask you what would be three values, let's say there's a, there's a battle between love and evil and 
you're on the side of love, I'm hoping. Yeah. Right? So, <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> like, what would be three values that you would be prepared to die for? My freedom. <laughs> you can be joke. So, freedom. Uh, freedom, definitely. Yep. Um, freedom. Protection. Mm. And unity. Oh, okay. So, freedom, protection. Yeah. And unity. Um, Interesting. Do you want me to elaborate? <laughs> yeah, oh, so we will do in a second. We will do in a second. Yeah. If I had to ask you, though, what was your enemy? And what I mean by that is the mm. thing that either basically presents you with the biggest concern for, um, for if not yourself, humanity generally, what would that one particular thing be? So, for example, mine would be fear. Mm. Like, that is the one thing that not only do I struggle with to a point, but also notice the most in people and it really grinds my gears and so that's kind of drives my purpose my dna in terms of hope service and purpose yeah. in helping people overcome their fears so for you what would you say is your enemy self-doubt definitely elaborate on that one hmm. you a reoccurring thing for me mm. is obviously obviously I've been looking back on myself um, I realise it may have come from when I was younger yeah so when you know something you can do something basically mm. instead of just doing it you overthink it to the point that you feel you've done it yeah and gone through every scenario that you don't. And from all the scenarios, you're like, oh, well, I've seen everything. So the self-doubt then comes on me where I'm like, well, it, you can see what good could come from it. Yeah. But then you probably flood it with a hundred things that could go wrong. Yeah. And then now your mind's over flooded. Then it's like, oh, is that really something I should pursue now? Because mm. I've seen what the outcome could be. So for you then, how does like, freedom protection and unity come into overcoming self-doubt freedom from it um i like i like feeling free yeah i don't that is a hindrance to me because then it curtailed my freedom like to just go and do what i need know i need to do mm. do you know what i mean yeah yeah but then with me being free and me being myself i believe it then helps others to free up themselves and feel that like they can be themselves right do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. If, like people might, if I do something, people call me Niki. People call me. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, oh, you're a bit crazy. Yeah. For me, I, I don't mind that. Yeah. Because then what I notice is that people that that will pe other people go, oh man, why is that guy like acting all hard or like mm. why is he think he like why is he so closed? Yeah. When I'm being, when I'm, what I've noticed is when I'm able to be silly or do a little joke, stupid joke to yeah. myself, yeah. then they might like join in. Like, right, you know what I mean? right, because I'm they're like, they're like, oh, like, around me, there's no judgment. Do you know what I mean? There's yes. a freedom to just be yourself. There's yeah. A, you don't have to put a barrier up because you're hanging with man there. Like, <laughs> I know what you mean, yeah. Because no, no one cares. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. when, when I'm with me, I'm just myself, man. Like, do you know what I mean? So that's the freedom part. 
freedom. In, in terms of protection and unity, how do those two come into self, like overcoming self-doubt? Protection is protecting people that's close to me. I may not have been protected before. Yeah. So I think for me, it's like I, I, protection is very close and that's probably close to loyalty. Mm. Marries in with loyalty. I oh, think. 100%. Um, when I call people friends and family, I don't just say it. I mean it. Yeah. So when somebody, now, now anyway, I'm not forcing relationships no more. Um, yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Because my mum used to say all the time, you're around these people, but what are, like, are they there for you? Mm. And the older I got, the more I realised they're not. Yeah. I used to call these people, oh, yeah, I feel like they're my family, but then, then they were never really there for me. So I'm learning to just cut off who needs to be cut yeah. and stay close to who needs to be I need to stay close to to protect yourself right and your like it's, and your family as well no do you know it's not about it's not about protecting myself and family it's just yeah you could say that because now protecting myself in terms of my my peace of mind yeah oh yeah yeah like 100% yeah you because, can't buy you can't buy peace you yeah, can't buy <laughs> you, you you can't buy peace of mind. You just can't. No, you can't buy you peace can't. of mind, mate. And you, you know can't. What? Now, now, now. The, the, the more I realise, I just you just have certain people around you. There's 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 less chance of your name getting brought up to other people. Yeah. So then I just keep myself calm and just cozed. I'm with you. Um. And 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 I'll, then I'll go on to unity. Yeah. In unity is it kind of probably stems in the same family as protection and loyalty. Yeah. Um, just about working together because when you are close to certain people mm. you want that unity to then roll over because when you pass do one thing good for somebody else without saying oh I want something back yeah, then that person will go and do something <coughs> for somebody else without asking for them because I think that's a culture that we've we've kind of become accustomed to and built ourselves on what in terms of giving with the expectation that we'll receive yes mm. it's not like a lot of people give you do something for you yeah and I, I'm quite observant yeah. as well as I do kind of play around and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I've noticed that people will do something for you yeah. but then in a later conversation potentially argument mm. they'll go remember what I've done for you but I'm not that type of person because I for, I do something for someone I forget about it yeah. because I don't remember to bring it up you don't hold on to the receipts looking yeah. for like just in case something goes wrong or whatever like yeah, exactly. to, or to cash it in Exactly, because yeah. then what is the point of me doing it? But then, like, because I think we had this conversation before when I was like, and I was like, especially when I guess to a point you're in either a leadership position or even in relationships, the yeah. word expectations always gets branded about like let somebody know what you expect and da 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 da, and it's like, I think one thing that I've had to learn to balance is that you need to have expectations but not expect them to be met. Like yeah. we're because if you do that, then you're almost setting yourself up for disappointment. Whereas I think one thing that I've learned is to get it's it's much better to get the buy-in. And somebody says, "Okay, cool. If those are your expectations. I'm happy to kind of how can I put this? Like I'm happy to meet those basically because mm. um, I can. Cool. And it's that's a much better way of of using the expectations. If that makes sense. Like what what do you think? Because it's a tough one, and I know what you mean. Honestly, mm. have none. None. Don't, don't have one piece of, and because 
that one piece of expectation will set you up to fail. Um, if something happens outside of that, yeah, then it's a bonus because you haven't had any expectation. No matter how close yeah. the person is to you, yeah. Remember, people are going through things as well. So always e- example. If you say, I expect, in your head, you're yeah. going, I expect my friend to be there for me when I've gone through crisis. Right. Right? And then you but they don't <laughs> yeah. turn up for you in crisis. Mm. What are you thinking? You're going to think, that's not my friend. You're vex. Yeah. That's not my brethren. You're vex. But then, what is happening for that person why they couldn't do it? And you haven't even thought to ask that for yourself, like, like or, or even on their behalf. You're just vexed the fact that they weren't there for you and you haven't... Exactly. I hear that. And friendships start splitting that way. So that. if I have no expectation, but then say if I asked, how are you doing? Yeah. Then they tell me their story. Yeah. There could be something deeper than what is on the surface. So like, let's let's take the old adage of like, treat people as you'd wish to be treated. Yeah. Is that still not an expectation in and of itself? I, I no. I think that falls more on you. It's the expectation on yourself you've put. Okay. Because you're saying... Treat treat someone as you want it to be treated. Yeah, that's now your expectation that you're putting on yourself mm. and putting it onto others. I'm with you. If you get what I mean. Yeah, so, no, I, I do, so, I do, I do. So treat people as I want to be treated. Yeah. Technically, what if someone doesn't like the way that I want it to be treated? Because of how you're treating them, you mean? No, no, no. Say if I like hearing nice words. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And um, I might have, I'm a, maybe a little bit touchy feely. Right. Right. So we're talking like love languages kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, yeah. Say, you can say love languages. Yeah. Right. So I'm, I, that's, that's the way I want to. Oh, be like, I'm with you. Yes. You know I mean? Yes. I but see where I'm, you're going now. But then I might like, oh, I'll be all touchy feely with you and say words. Yeah. You might be like, bro, you're like, why are you touching me all the time? Yeah. That person won't feel the love the same way. I'm with you. So sometimes what I mean is like, we have to, we have to truly know our friends that are around us. Mm. And not just on that surface level. Like, you need to know what they like, what makes them tick, what doesn't make them tick. Yeah. Ask them questions because a lot of people we ask questions to, we can go, Oh, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, man. <laughs> but inside, yeah. Inside, yeah. You're probably thinking, bruv, I just want to just knock someone out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're not telling people what you're feeling yeah, like. No. You're, you, you just go, Cool, I'm good. They're like, Yeah, bless up, bless up. And you say, How are you doing? Oh, I'm good, man, I'm good. Then they're going home thinking, Bruh, I got no one to talk to. Then you're going, I ain't got no one to talk to. Then you're just sitting there and somebody probably was there to talk to you. Yeah. You both just, it takes one of you to open up for the other one to open up. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And then that's what I mean. Sometimes me being free yeah. in that moment sometimes allows people to be free to do, to say what they feel. Oh, 100%. Do, do you know what I mean? If, yeah. I'm, if I'm willing to open up, mm. they might, even if they say one thing that makes their mind relax a little bit yeah. in that conversation, you've helped them a little bit. So, because whilst we're on that point, because I, I just want to kind of reiterate how powerful that point was, like, and especially because we're talking about counselling. So, there was a situation with um, somebody that I was managing, and they were going through uh, a particular hard time themselves, right, in terms of their own just general mental health. And so, like, I was finding it a bit difficult to kind of get through to this person. Now, one of the things I always believe in is that you should never assume anything. Now, although I was kind of to a point aware that something might be going on, I didn't want to be like, oh, is this because of such and such that you're going through? So what I then did instead was because from my own experience, I was like, this is something that I've been going through and this is 
the services and the program that I'm using. And immediately, they clocked on to the particular service that I was using. And that opened up a conversation for that person to then express themselves in ways that they hadn't done so before. So when you say, like, by you being yourself and you being authentic and you kind of sharing, to a point being vulnerable with the right people at the right times, that allows people to also live their truth. Exactly. I think, like, that is... That it's fundamentally true and it does have a really powerful effect on people who in two ways because there's a lot of people who like like i'm not most mainly probably the most how can i put this physically expressive person yeah right <laughs> take of that what you will so i'm not maybe the most physically expressive person um so when i see people like dancing and things like that like or acting a fool per se like it's how can i put this I enjoy watching them to a point be and live in a way that like I kind of live vicariously through them if that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Because I just enjoy seeing them live boldly and expressively. It's not the way that I would do it but I appreciate the way that they're doing it. because you can. Yeah. <laughs> do, do, do you know what I mean? I so, so like, <laughs> you can be joking. So like for me, that's, that's really powerful and that's why I really like what you said in terms of um, by being yourself allows other people to be themselves too really really struck a chord with me because even what you just said there you see someone else yeah you see someone doing something that you may want to do yeah and even if you felt uncomfortable Mm. depending what mood you're in yes so say if you're say if you're sad yeah you probably wouldn't get up with them. You'll probably be thinking, right, like, you just have a little laugh to yourself, like, yeah, that's fine. I wish I could just go off and do that. Yeah. You know I mean, if you was in a happy mood and they'd done it, I can't dance. But sometimes when I see someone dance up and do a little move, yeah. I might jump up and start just join in with them. Yeah. Just, I look stupid, but I'm I'm happy. You're enjoying, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You just enjoy yourself. Like, yeah. it doesn't... I think what happens is everyone's so worried now about what people think of them yeah. that nobody does anything. And from... Like, look at me. Like, I started my tap bar coaching regularly, mm. obviously on Instagram. Yeah. Um, a few things happen in my missus' family. Mm. And then it, sometimes it's the, the, because it was, a lot was happening back to back. Yeah. Instead of me using that, I should have used that as a, as a tool to elevate. Because even though I had to be there for mm. her, I still had to make sure that this was going at the same time. Yeah. Um, but then it's it's knowing when to, I guess guess you have to have a balance because obviously yeah. if you have to look after someone and <laughs> yeah. someone's going through hardship, you can't then go, oh well, I've got my thing going no. on and, and now your feelings don't matter. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But yeah. I because it took me so long. The only reason I brought it up is because it takes me so long, and then myself dealt probably crept back in as well. Yeah, because I put my face out there, but now me going back to it, I'm like, right, I'm putting my face out there again, and now mm. I'm having to battle that again. Mm. But my face is out. So what's my problem? So how do you how do you how do you find that balance? How do you get back to putting yourself back out there? Um, it's when it comes to overcoming yourself that because I think self that is 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 not only something that a lot of us have, but then also especially in a day day and age of social media where judging people is a lot more it's not only a lot easier, but it's also a lot more like it's it's more accessible to seeing the opinions of others as well. Like how do you overcome that self that in this day and age? I think this is. I think. I think. This day and age will make you one of two things. Mm. Looking forward to this one, guy. <laughs> <laughs> You'll become strong. Mm. 
or it will show your frailties mm. because in some ways it's a good thing yeah what the frailties part or the strength part or just the dynamic between both okay because you you see what character you are um oh, yeah. going back to what you said about the love languages mm. this is going to get a little bit deep here. that's fine i like do you know why most people a lot of people are probably committing suicide is because those people that are committing suicide mm. are probably the ones that have the love language of words. Because, mm. think about this. If I like to hear words yeah. of affirmation, yeah. that makes me feel good. If I heard something bad, someone yeah. say something bad about me, yeah. and I took that personally, mm. then my couple of... So I'm thinking like, wow, why did they, why did they say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you mean? I'm thinking about it. But then if somebody can't take... If somebody's getting it every day, mm. they're getting bullied in that mm. way. And that is a, that's the extreme yeah. side of if you... If you if love if your love language is is words of affirmation because you can hear loving words and you're like, Yeah, man, I'm cloud nine. Yeah. One person hits you with something bad and you're like, right, like, does, does everybody think that of me? Mm. Then other people are sending it out. Yeah. So you have to catch yourself. So if you know what your love language is, yeah, you have to hold it yeah. and say, Look, no matter what that person says, mm. that's one person or two people or yeah. three people or even a hundred, right? <laughs> Let's be real. You're gonna, it's gonna be, this is how this day and age is a yeah. hundred people may say crap but why don't you flip it and think you're still watching me though yeah <laughs> because you, you're watching me to type yeah so there must be something you like about me like I think that's interesting because I don't think a lot of people realise that that's how like the 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 paradox of love language is that they can fuel you but if somebody abuses the way in which you receive value or appreciation or love itself then it also works doubly as much against you, right? Whether it's physical, physical touch, exactly. You know, a hug, a kiss, holding hands, arms around each other, linking is can be just as powerful, but in a more negative sense, as somebody maybe hitting you, or um, yeah, basically hitting you, or even physically bullying you in some way, shape, or form, right? Mm. So, like, being aware of those of that paradox and that balance is kind of like like you said really really important i think there's more i wouldn't say i get where you're coming from in terms of words of affirmation because i think what also people don't realize also about love language is that they work like a sandwich not like um an election because mm-hmm. obviously if you do the test it's based on numbers and basically people put the number at the top and say oh you know this is this is my love. like what, what is your top love language words of affirmation words of affirmation so like, let's say That's for example so let's say for example right if you went an entire year Without a present for your birthday, Christmas, I anniversary. Don't, don't particularly care. If you didn't get anything. I, I, it's not, not one, like, and I don't mean a present in terms of like, a, a, I don't know. Um, what do you mean? Chris, oh, you're talking about the normal gifts, bro? Yeah, yeah, no, but like, no, but like, for that, people give different kinds of gifts. Because you know what, like, <laughs> because like, like, the gifts you will give each other will be like more sentimental. No, I would have thought. It's not going to be like, oh, here's. No, but you no, because it's the same. Uh, when you just because you get married, nothing changes. The people that change yeah. because they get married are the ones that most likely will fail. So what? That's a strong point. <laughs> that's, that's a strong point. But 
just to go back to the love language point, we'll get back let's to go that back point. To the, let's go back to the... What, right. Okay. So, so, like, if you never got a gift for a, an entire year, or even two, a sentimental gift or something you can use, or, where, or whatever, like, you're telling me you wouldn't care. Every, like, no, but, even but, for your birthday, when Okay, but then, but then, what, I, what, what, what are you saying? So, are you saying in exchange for, say, say, say if got a... Th- when you say got something, are you talking about something that you physically buy? It could be a physical gift. It could be something somebody something, something that somebody that made. made. Yeah, like okay. but basically, you didn't get a gift for an entire year from any of your loved ones. I don't. <laughs> I just, I just, uh, this guy. <laughs> no, no. Okay, no, no. Dude, it's, it's hard because the reason why it's hard is because I can buy like the problem is I can buy most of us so when somebody asks me can you get something yeah. what do you want yeah. I'm normally normally I get what you're saying yeah. but normally I'm like oh, I don't even know what I want if it, it, uh, would I be upset honestly Renick alright let's not let's not use alright let's not use maybe gifts but I always feel like I, I often find gifts is usually for a lot of people anyway for Generally, from the people I've done the test with, is usually bottom two. Mm-hmm. But let's say, for example, let's use quality time then instead, right? So yours is your main one is words of affirmation. Now, if you never got to spend any quality time with your friends, your missus, your family, that makes sense. Yeah, because that, that one's probably tight. Yeah, right. Like that would still affect you, right? It does. Yeah. So that's why, like, so that's why when I explain when I do the love languages thing with people, I always say like, it's like a sandwich in terms of how much ingredients would do you want in terms of the ratio of your sandwich it's not a poll in terms of if words of affirmation comes out top that automatically wins like you need all of them within a certain ratio but you have one that you but value the most yeah but then that's that's the point um that that's the one you value the most oh yeah yeah yeah. So, so so say if i like for me growing up living in the house with my brothers and my mm. mom yeah mm. that's I'm used to that yeah living around the corner from my friends <laughs> I'm used to that yeah now I've got none of that <laughs> yeah do you know what I mean I've, mm. I'm literally got none of that yeah I can't say oh do you just want to jump head up to Croydon <laughs> got that do you want to go down to flipping Brixton I ain't got that yeah can't even say do you just want to go chill and have a coffee I ain't got that right that is what so now you said that yeah Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's no, no, but no, no. I agree with what you're saying. Yeah, I said it's a sandwich. I'm coming off gift because that was hard for me. Because that's, that, that's, that's fine. That's fine. Like, that's why I switched it. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Like, with this one now, yes, because yeah. that is something I feel. I sometimes do feel lonely. Yeah. Um. And and and, and yeah. 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 Like the point I'm trying to make was basically like, I think it would be too much of an oversimplification just to say words of affirmation because everybody needs relatively both, to a point. Do you know what I mean? I understand, but I do understand where you're coming from. If like, if you're somebody who's really affected by comments and people saying negative things about you, you've got to manage that, like you said, yeah. so that you're not influenced or impacted by it too much. But then at the same time, if somebody's taking the time out to chat rubbish on your Instagram page or your Facebook or to send you a really like annoying text, you know you can just like block and delete. But also taking into account the fact that they're spending their time no, but I'd say, trying to get on your nerves. That's good. What, yeah, what That's you good. Said, what you said is perfect. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's a twofold. Look, they take, they're taking the time to write about you. Yeah. They're following you. And obviously they... 
Apart they must care enough. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? This is what I'm saying. Because you don't get time back. Yeah. You don't get time back. They're watching you, bro. They're actually... Listen, when, you're, when your views start going up and someone's throwing a little negative thing under your comment, mm. or like, like in a comment, think about it. Soon when you're making your money off their following you, yeah. Yeah, you have to remember, like, you, have to, you have to applaud them. Be like, look, man, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what more do you... There's nothing else you there's, can say. Just no, say yeah, thank you. Nothing I, you I appreciate your comment. Basically, give them some love and positivity back, yeah. I guess. You never know. They might switch around and become your most like loyal fan. That is true. That is true. If Last question before we move on, yeah. right? Um, to the Empire part. That's where we'll talk more about like counselling and fitness and stuff like that. Um, if if that enemy was part of a particular battalion... So, on each side... We'll get into love sides in a second. Yeah. But in terms of the, the enemy... So, you talked about self-doubt. If there was... If it was part of... One of these four battalions, suffering, death, violence, and suffering, death, violence. What's the last one? Suffering, death, violence, or, oh, greed. Where would you place self-doubt? And how does its affiliation with that particular battalion influence the way that you have or do overcome it? Does that make sense? No, I'm just trying to... Right. So basically, you got to pick... Yeah. Out of these four main drivers in terms of the, the things that really impact humanity in a negative sense, greed, death, violence, and suffering, where would you... Be? Yeah. <laughs> greed, death, suffering, and violence. Where would you place self-doubt? Is the main thing that you're like, I'm really against that. And why? Suffering. But then it's going to... It might slip into a little bit of violence. Okay. Um, In what sense? Uh, let's explore that. Because suffering comes from violence. Like... um my, I think suffering is very big mm. because it's not just a physical thing. No. Um, it's mental. So I look at examples. So here, mm. when I say that here, I mean West, the West world. Yeah. Right. Everybody has houses. People have, have we have socks and clothes on our feet. Yeah. Yeah. We've got bare necessities, right? Yeah. But we're not suffering physically. We're suffering mentally. Mm. We have to book time with our family to see him. We have to book time with our friends to see him. We have to book time to go see your missus. You have mm. to book, book, book. Everything's a booking system. Yeah. But then on the other hand, you got people, what they call the, the poor side, or I don't know the terminology, you're probably better at right. than me. <laughs> right. Like on the other side. People in the developing world perfect right that's why we had to get the brains on uh, so we say this right yeah so we're on their side people might go have you have you noticed it's the people on the west mm. that are saying the people in the developed world are suffering yeah mm. they're suffering in terms of food which was taken yeah oh, this, one was taken. <laughs> <laughs> for another podcast uh, right uh, <laughs> so like they're saying that they're suffering yeah right but then 
when you see some of the kids, they're smiling more. Mm. They're the ones busting the moves online. Like, ah, oh, that. I mean, they're dancing. They're yeah. happy. They're smiling from ear to ear. They're happy because they've got their family. Yeah. They're happy. They got their friends close. They they literally just go next door. Oh, do you want to go out? Boom, let's go out. Yeah. Do you want to go eat? Like everyone's cooking for everyone. The ones that have the money to do it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? They just share. The culture's different. Mm. Like, and and what I mean is suffering. Suffering hits people in different ways. Oh, one hundred percent. Do you know what I mean? And that's what I'm trying to say. Like, like I might be smiling one day. But in my head, I'm not smiling. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, I might be thinking about something. Yeah. Sometimes the people that you see laughing and joking the most, they're the ones that hurt, but they're pushing it. They're making everyone else laugh. Mm. But really and truly, they're thinking, bro, I ain't got no one. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen it many a times. Mm. Suffering, and in suffering, the reason why violence comes along with suffering is because you're suffering inside, right? Mm-hmm. You meet someone else, a bunch of people that are suffering. Mm. The suffering then turns to violence because it's like, I ain't getting the love. Yeah. I haven't got nowhere to go. Right. So someone now has to feel the pain. So you're seeing violence is, is as a result of suffering yeah. from that context. Yeah. Okay. So suffering is... It's the, it's the root. I, I, like, I really like what you said in terms of... Something you said earlier in terms of um, like be aware of just the fact that other people might be going through different things that you're maybe not privy to because there's a quote that says um be kind because everybody's fighting a battle that you may not know anything about and that particular phrase is kind of that that was for me the spark in terms of my philosophy which is basically based on the war between love and evil which is where there's four battalions right because If you can figure out what it is that you're you're going up against, then it's easier for you to not only fight it but to also communicate what exactly it is that you're going through, yeah. and see if you can get people who are on, if not a similar wavelength, but can support you in overcoming that particular enemy. So when you speak about suffering and kind of, I guess that you know the phrase "misery loves company," right? Yeah. That's kind of like what you're talking about in terms of look. If, if I'm suffering, everyone else has to suffer. And that basically yeah. means I've got to, you know, give some violence. In a sense, and and when I say violence, yeah, you have to remember, trolls are, trolls are those people. Yeah, Tro- trolls are not physically mm. hitting you, but they're sending violence through their words. They're verbal. Yeah, it's a pre- it's 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 also yeah. things like oppression, right? Like it might be things that are systematic that aren't necessarily like I'm gonna take an arm off. But it's like, I'm going to make your life incredibly difficult. I still class that in my definition of violence in this context of the war, like, as as violence. It's just, yeah. See, abuse of power. It's just changed. What, what, what is... Nothing really, hold, really holds its old name now because tactics for war change. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And, mm. and now, if you noticed... It's different because look at the news, look at the TV. Mm. That that is warfare, and what happens is they're putting suffering. Like when you watch the news, suffering, just suffering, suffering, Suffering. death, violence, grief. Exactly. Everything you're talking about is what is pushed in our face. Yeah. And what happens is nobody can think no more because all they're doing is heads down. Mm. 
Like if you said to someone, if you say, like if you start talking about all this deep stuff, yeah, right, um, things of the past or like the Illuminati stuff like this, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you go even even forget about Illuminati, yeah. Let's just talk about Egypt. Yeah. Right? Example. Right. Egypt is in Africa. Mm. Safe enough. <laughs> Do I really need to go there? <laughs> it's like people go, but Egypt is not African. Bro, you don't say, yeah? Like, you don't go that Scotland and Ireland. Mm. Oh, sorry, not Ireland. Wales, yeah? Yeah. It's a part of the like they've just split, they just put a divide and then said it's Wales, yeah. Scotland. But yeah. if you were gonna call it, you could have potentially called it just one nation. Yeah, Britain. Yeah, but for some reason, and this is why I say it's important. Yeah, because suffering has come since that point that that history has tried to be whitewashed, and I'm not saying that that's the only thing black. Right. So this is where I want people to forget. Right. I don't want them to forget. Right. But what happens is when you take away someone's power mm. and show what they've what they've done mm. and you're knocking off noses and you're saying that they weren't black. Mm. But the same things that are in Egypt mm. are in Sudan. Do you know what I mean? In Ethiopia, you've yeah. got pyramids, more pyramids in certain countries. Mm. So when, when you say this, what I'm trying to say is we have suffered mentally for mm. so long now. Mm. Because slowly from slavery, everything's just get whooped out of you. And when you say that is ours, yeah. everyone's going, no, it's not. Because the proof is in movies. Because you've put a movie mm. of a different colour Egyptian, mm. now everyone believes that's true history. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like... like it's, there's the a stuff... representation thing in... Exactly. And this, is, and this is what I'm... This is why probably all my... Um, Oh, I forgot how you said it. Like the first thing. What well, is your purpose? Your DNA. Yeah, the purpose. Yeah. So, so from the freedom, the unity. Yeah. Right. And protection. Mm. Because the freedom is to once again be able to be ourselves. Mm. Protection is protecting the culture. Mm. And then unity is getting us back together. And not saying that things are old. Yeah. But just saying, look, we did do some shit. I know I said I don't swear, <laughs> but I think it was neat. Yeah. So I'm saying that. Um, there was stuff that we've done before. So why can't we now get a culture of unity which was already there? Mm. Obviously, there was wars and violence, but that's just going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. But there was some type of unity to get things rolling in a direction where other nations were coming to us to learn. Right. I'm with you. So I'm why can't you. we go back to that where we are now coming slowly coming out of that suffering? Mm-hmm. And now have something together, like. But I think it's like you said. It's in terms of it, th things have th things have changed, but then we're still shown images of suffering, death, violence, and greed. I think, like for me, one of the things that's really getting quite old, mm. personally for me, anyway, is watching movies about slavery. Like yeah. I'm, I'm done. I'm <laughs> done with it. I'm done. I'm personally done with it. Like I've, I've seen as much roots as I can do. I think the last thing I watched about uh, slavery was um, the movie with Mary J. Blythe, which I think she won an award for on Netflix. Um, I can't remember what the movie is called. It's going to bug me. But I, do you know which one I'm talking about? Is it the one when the lady was writing notes about all oh, the slaves? Oh, God. No. I don't know. Job, but no. But okay. like, like, that was relatively recent. I think that might have been last year. Yeah. But then since then, I'm like, I, I get the gist now, innit? Like, I, I get it. It's... 
how much more unless there's a really unique story like that shows maybe the impact of overcoming slavery like i'm done with seeing people that look like me suffer in the, the way that we used to damn near nearly 200 years ago like i'm done so like that's why for example things like the black panther are really a lot more powerful now yeah. right um seeing relatively small but significant changes in the media right the nike advert have you seen it the, the one that was set in london so that was quite a big deal because it's a predominant it's quite a diverse cast yeah but it was a lot there was a lot of black influences in there from the music to also the people that were taking part in the, in the advert so like for me i see the changes gradually happening but i also see that there's still a lot of things in terms of the suffering and things that like you say in terms of going back to freedom and stuff that we and when i say we i mean definitely as as as, as black people still have to be aware of because if we are free then it's kind of like it's it, it's not i'm gonna say valued but then also understood right like for example in the workplace there was a conversation i was watching um i cannot remember what it was i'm not gonna i can't remember which particular channel it was on but they were mm. talking about like black people in the workplace yeah. black men and black women i think they were talking about um black male privilege which we won't go into now yeah. right and it was basically one of the guys said look if i enter a room right a general meeting i can see the vibe that people give me that they are basically afraid of me and all i've done is step into a room based on my skin color mm. and that makes me super aware of how i put a message across even down to how i stand and talk which i totally understand and get right so like i think there's still ways in which like you said, going back to what you said in terms of freedom, we still are struggling to find that balance or to get messages across in a way that's authentic and expressive, but also understood. So I'm with you in terms of the freedom and uh, in that aspect. I, I agree with you, but it's basically, there's, there's something that you said, mm. understand. Mm. And we had, a, we had a conversation the other day about something similar. Mm. We're talking about it here. That's why. <laughs> the, the understanding yeah. is a very big part but it's only for those people that want to understand because mm. example yeah I'll give you two um, if you have time um, <laughs> well how, how long have you so give me one because we've yeah. done 45 minutes on like oh, the first section oh, that okay. one of, yeah alright so um, at work um, mm. I was I got a role where I became went in management mm. so there was another black guy mm. um, obviously when I said do something, because obviously I tried to be friend and manager. Yeah. Not which, doing that again. Which, um, yeah. <laughs> not doing that again. Yeah, <laughs> it's a fine art, that balance. Uh, yeah. It's fine. a very fine art. Uh, very fine. Yeah. One that I'm not playing with again. <laughs> uh, only after work. But the thing is, so I said, so sometimes I would say do something and then we get into a heated conversation. Right. But voices are raised. It looks like we're screwed. It looks aggressive. It looks, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It looks aggressive. Yeah. And what used to annoy me is one everybody exactly as you said would get scared mm. and they'll be like why they, they they would be in in like panic it's yeah. like what what's what's going on here yeah like, what, are you guys don't, don't do i'm like i'm like guys things are so fine <laughs> i said listen it's a heated conversation yeah but it's not going to turn violent yeah do you know what i mean is yeah. this you're just having words. This is how we... That's what I'm trying to say. Sometimes people need to understand that certain things are not going to 
lead to an altercation. Yeah. And I think that comes down again, like we said, from the news. Yeah. I mean, but I also think it comes down to understanding as well. Like, if you have an understanding of a particular person or particular nuances, then you know, look, like, we can have this kind of conversation and it can be heated and it can be full of conflict, but we can also understand that once we reach a solution, everything is cushy. Like, it will, it's not going to be a fight, but it will be heated to get there, if that makes sense. No, 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 that, that's exactly what would happen. Because mm. after we've done, have had that little... Like what what people may call a tiff or yeah, you, or back to back yeah 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 that's that's cool as I come with it back to back <laughs> back to back <laughs> but like yeah we just had a back 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 to back yeah uh, we come off it and then we're just there talking again and yeah. everyone's like so I'm like guys this is what I'm saying it's fine I hear that it's just, and like, again understanding is a very big part of life but it's it's, it's people willing to come out of what other people think because this mm. is today is a very mm-hmm. big this this society is i'm gonna think what you think or yeah. what you're posting and this is a prime example Damn. instagram right you think everybody is on holiday all the time flying <laughs> big jets do you know i mean living that cushy life yeah they're probably at home just posting up old pictures True. but they're tagging themselves in new york or in do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, come on, man. Like, if they're not doing a, 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 a certified video <laughs> of them there, then don't base your life on someone else's. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But, but you know what's actually, actually interesting, right? Like, that you say that in terms of role modelling. And to be fair, we digress, so it is what it is. <laughs> but in terms of, like, the role modelling thing, um, I'm reading this book. Where is it? Um, Think Like Da Vinci. Yeah. And one of the first things it says is, like, every... Pretty much um, every living thing, to a point, has a role model, right? Humans are no different. And so picking your role models is incredibly important. And so when you talk about basing your life on modelling others, right? Like, do you think that it's something that we are... Based on the point that you just made, it's something that's really kind of driving society in the way that it is in terms of like for the better or for worse in your opinion like based on the role models we have especially worse. when you think worse is that because of the, the quality of the role models we have um yeah okay. and, and, and what i mean by it, but it's true though. <laughs> no but i agree it, to a point yeah no no but let's be real i'm not saying it's fully bad because there's some people that are shining lights yes yeah it's a very um, dark time though i must I, I personally think no, it's a very dark time. But, but can I say something to you? There's a difference. Because now, it's not just celebrities that people keep going on about. Now you're getting people that are becoming famous just for the sake of it. Yeah. And it's like they're be- and it's not even like famous. They're becoming very popular. Oh, I'm with you. Yeah. So yeah, now yeah, people yeah. are not... Now people are just following popular people. Mm. Right? They might get a certified tick one day. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, yeah, they get the certified, but then what have they done? What are they doing? What value are they bringing? Yeah, what what are they putting out there? So someone, now a kid, kids, Mm. young, Mm. are jumping on this. They're like, oh, she's, she's, or he's got bare views. Mm. Now I'm going to follow them. Mm. I'm going to listen to what they say. And if they're talking about all like madnesses, what that kid is now going to grow up thinking, right, that's all right. I can do that. She said it. He said it. Yeah. Now I'm the man. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I could do what I want. Yeah. That's what it is. Like, you've got good role models. The people like Gary V's. Mm. Yeah, I know you check him out. Yeah. Shout out, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> I, joke, I, I know joke. you do, right? No, but it's true. It's but, true. Yeah, but do you know what I mean? There, there are good ones, but it's 
are those going to be the ones that people think are cool to follow? This is what this day and age is. It's cool. Yeah. It's like, oh, like Gary, Gary V is someone that relates because mm. he has an old, he, because his story's similar. He's been bullied. He, obviously, he was a minority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he, he knows how to like... Move, Immigrant. Yeah. And, yeah. So what, what, what I'm trying to say is he's someone that people could look up to and a lot of people look up to him. Mm. But then at the same time, if all your friends, because again, it's like a, your friends are not going to go, oh, look at Gary V. Mm. They're going to go, oh, look at this girl. Mm. Look at this, look at what this man's doing. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That's what they're going to look at. Because everyone, have you noticed, everyone does things to get likes now. Guys driving on the road. Yeah. Just spray him up with something. Or, or I'm going to do this to that person because that's going to get me like. Yeah. People don't care what it is. People are becoming too reckless. Mm. Because of the because of the role models that's out there now, is this is this a is this a different era? I hear you. It's a, it's a different era. Man. I hear you. I think like I, I think this is why I say it's it's really dark because it was something that Simon Sinek said when Trump got elected, and he was like, "You get the leaders that you deserve, right?" And I think there there hasn't been apart from us, by the way, to a, a point de- that was a default to a de- point. Yeah. But I, th- I think there's something in that in terms of popularity and fame because. It, Popularism is taking um, politics over, like... As we speak. Literally, as we speak. (laughs) And so, people now are more focused about who's popular rather than who's generally and genuinely trying to do the right thing that's best for the people. Now, I'm... I'm not gonna lie. I sit. Here, I stand here currently. We're sit. Whatever in it, right? And I, I basically like. I probably say I'm quite. I'm quite central. Central left. Yeah. Right. And so, I'm pretty much like. The alternatives aren't really that much better, if I'm honest. Then who Trump? I mean Trump or May, right? So I'm just like, mm, yeah. We just need to kind of. I wouldn't say burn and rebuild, but there's still a lot. There's still a long way to go before things are going to be better. And I don't mean just even in politics, but there's still, I think, just generally in popular culture, I think there's, especially when you've got people who are younger, right? I think that's when, there's two people that I will say in particular. So, um, actually, no, I'm not going to say their names, but there's two relatively popular, um, like, one's a YouTuber and one's a presenter, and they made a mistake, right? They made a mistake, that became, for obvious reasons, quite popular. Mm. And I think a lot of people forgot that people make mistakes, especially when they're young. And I think we, as a result, didn't give them grace or acceptance when they did change their behaviours. We were still holding on to their negatives. And I think it's one thing for us to be like, we haven't got good enough role models, right, because they're doing mad stuff. But then when they change their behaviour, we don't also give them the same, like, all positive accolades. We say, oh, this person's changed or we still remember kind of what you did in the past. And like you said, you're a forgiving guy. So, like, how do, how do you think that that matches up? If, if, yeah. we, if we hold role models up to a standard that when they, when they are relatively good, they change their behaviour and they become more positive. But then another thing is, I believe, I believe... Everyone has a past. Oh, 100%. Did they go? <laughs> 100%. No, but, but that's the difference. I'm not saying that they're bad in terms of bad people. Yeah. What I'm saying is what they're putting out yeah. is showing people what 
they're saying is okay to do. Sometimes what I mean is they're hypocrites because sometimes they may not believe in what they're saying. They're just mm. saying it to get likes again. I'm with you. So, so it's not even authentic. Like it's, di- it's different if you're yeah. if, if if you're making a mistake based on authenticity, and then you're like, oh, I need to change and grow. But if you're making a mistake no. just to get people mad and piss them off, basically, it's like you're a dickhead on two fronts. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. No. <laughs> yeah. Is, no. No. That's yeah. true. No problem. That's true. No problem. Exactly. Let's talk about someone that you've probably seen all posted around. Right. Yeah. Don't trust who us. <laughs> That that six Takeshi six nine, right? Yeah, right. Look at him. Yeah, this is a role model. Yeah, you know? gangman. Yeah, right. Talking around, talking about all these bad men. Like, yeah, like I'm gonna come to your city, man. I'm gonna come to your city, man. I hear that. I'm gonna come in your block, man. <laughs> Kids are watching that. So we, when people are talking about yeah, yeah youth dying, right. right? Role models, and, and role these models. are these are the ones that they're looking up to. That is what they're gonna do. So you see, you see ten guys on the road. You see another ten guys on the road. Mm. One of them, so you're in a shop. Boom, you get barged, and you're like, what? So you're like, cool, all right. Mm. And you're gonna come out. You're gonna go. I know who they are. Yeah. You're gonna come to your block, man. Do you know what I mean? You're gonna do what you're doing to them. Mm. And then what happens? People are just gonna do that R.I.P. thing again. Yeah. R.I.P. And then you got him. Living his life with security guards and money, <laughs> right? Saying that, yeah. But going to these places not to fight, yeah. Just to go there, just to say I've been there to make noise and act. Okay, I'm with you. And and it's and it's saying to kids that that's okay to do. It's okay to run your mouth to that guy. It's okay to mouth run your mouth to mm. a guy that 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 is. Think about it. he's not running his mouth. Yeah. To normal people. Yeah. He's running his mouth to actual people that will do something. Mm. So he's going. I, no, no matter who you are yeah. and no matter who that person is yeah. you can run your mouth yeah and it, it, and it's also worth bearing in mind it's like when it comes to what they've got to lose which in, which in one essence is like if you haven't got much to lose then it almost drives you even more so to be prepared to lose it because like I haven't, it's, listen, if I haven't got much anyway what's the point of putting it all on the line and, and risking it all do you know what I mean and you hit the call on the head you got these hit the guys corn. No, um, what's that? The nail, fam. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the cool, the cool. Sorry, yeah, but I know what you mean. Sorry, yeah, finish, finish, finish. I just had to let, I just had to let, do you know what I mean? I just wanted, I just wanted you, I just wanted, I just wanted, I just wanted, I just wanted you to do better and again, that's all. It's out of love, fam. It's out of love. But I know what you mean. You're but it, it, you, but you're right in terms of the role models and stuff. Exactly, and what you, and what you... <sighs> Relic, man, you're getting me nerves. You're getting me. You're getting me mad because, like, I, I want. Uh, I want to talk more about it. No, but no, but it's, but, it's, but it's true though because it's what you said. If you just said that, if you've got nothing to lose, yeah, right, you're gonna be worst. What do you mean? Like, oh, you're gonna, you're, you're gonna be, no, yeah, because yeah, you're, yeah. you're gonna take that behavior to a whole nother level. Yeah. And if you are someone that's suffering and you're like, right, okay, I'm gonna be that bad guy now. Mm. I'm gonna be that. I'm gonna be the guy that everybody fears. Mm. I'm going to say what I want. Because you haven't got anything to lose. Exactly. So it doesn't, yeah. You, you're going to make a team that's feared. You have to remember that police are sometimes scared of a team of five known criminals mm. than a whole bag of 20. Because if you think about it, five guys together, mm. right, with that same mentality that they're, this guy's portraying, mm. I'm a bad man, bad man, bad man. Mm. You think five of them will go into a group of 20 and if all of them are moist and they hit that, hit up their leader, mm. you think that's 20 saying? 
I hear you. So this is what I'm saying is scary. Like you, you got these people that just that are just good, like throwing up this verbal vomit. Yeah, they're reckless with like they're not thinking about the consequences of their actions or what they're putting out, and that, and that people are looking up. People are looking up to them in, in a sense. Exactly, and do you know what the worst thing is? He now survived something recently. Mm. Right, yeah? Mm. And people are now going to go, do you got beat up and he's still alive? I'll take that. Because mm. other people are dying for less. Yeah. That's true. And There's, oh, Renick, man, that's, especially with all the stuff that's going on in London, especially around knife crime and gangs and um, generally, I guess, middle-class drug culture and all that stuff. It's like, there's so much here that I want to talk about. But, we must move on. We must move on because we've been here for an hour. Um, and I want to kind of move on to the next segment. So this part is about your empire. So we're going to talk about like counselling and mental mental and uh, physical fitness here. Before we get there, let's pick your battalion. So the battalion is basically is, is the other is the four drivers from the love side. So you've got to pick between fulfillment happiness health and security as your main driver in life like what is the thing that motivates you and inspires you most Say that again. Happiness. so you've got choice between happiness fulfillment health and security it's a close one between happiness and fulfillment mm. happiness and fulfillment so the 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 best way to make that difference between those two is fulfillment is about generally achieving a long-term goal or objective right or having a main cause happiness is mainly about achieving a lot of different goals i'll say happiness happiness okay yeah how come you got one life you have to just make sure you're just happy doing it like mm. make the right choices if you make the wrong choice it's a part of your learning curve Mm. Just be happy that you've done it. Mm. Nothing happened. Move on. Do you know what I mean? I think it's just enjoying life and enjoying the moments. Yeah. Instead of always, tr- it's like you're always pushing to, to, to like, oh, let's let me go do that. But yeah. When it doesn't happen, you're like, oh man, now I feel like a failure. Mm. But instead of looking at it like, like that, why don't we just switch it and be like, look, oh man, I've done it. Mm. I put some stuff out. And stay happy afterwards. Like, see it as a... Be like, oh, right, okay, like, I haven't done it. But yeah. there's still another day. There's still more hours. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah. still more hours I can do this. Mm. So I am not a failure or I haven't done fulfilment. Mm. Like, you just have to be happy with life. So so how does that tie into your approach to counselling? And and improving not only your ability to, 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 to counsel others, but also the impact it has on those people you do help with the counseling and, and life coaching mm. it's, it's more around just allowing others to remember who they are mm. and um, like I say it's calling rediscover your best so you you, you, you lose who you are when you're a kid mm. the whole world's your oyster yep. you love life you're running around you're talking to everybody Yeah. you start growing up other people's views and opinions slowly start seeping into you mm. from parents to to teachers teachers bosses colleagues exactly. friends family they start telling you kids are like imagine you're always a kid you're in school you're now running around you're being mad noisy mm. 
they go, you're, you're a misbehaving kid. Mm. You go home. Mm. <laughs> your parents are like, you make too much noise. Yeah. You're a misbehaving kid. Yeah. Then you're going to start thinking, rah, am I, am I like, am I that bad? Mm. As a kid, you don't know how to take those words. So you're just going to go, oh, I'm bad. Yeah. I'm bad. I'm a bad kid. You start acting up. Yeah. Up to it. Kind of self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Yeah. So if somebody keeps, like you look at other, you ever look at other cultures, like the Jewish, mm. they speak good things into their kids. Do you know what I mean? Doctors, lawyers, even if it's not what their kid wants to be. Yeah. At least they're putting something strong and powerful in their mind. Right. These are the ways we need to start talking to each other. Mm. Touching on what you, about the, going back onto the kid thing. Mm. Schools are the things that are not adapting to people. I fundamentally believe that. Do you understand what I mean? Yes. <laughs> they are they are built for old days. They're not built for now. Mm. When you've got kids that are hyperactive, instead of putting them in a class that interacts with them, them you say, yeah, you're, you, you, oh, you're, you've got ADHD, mm. you can't sit in school. Bro, I just don't want to, I just don't like how you teach. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? If I'm active, you should be like, oh, right, this kid might be, yeah. might want to do some woodwork yeah. or might need to may need to make what we're or talking it, or, about. Or that's not how the child learns. Exactly. It's not their learning. Like, no. So, like, if you say, if I'm sitting here and I'm reading a book, I can read a book that I like, mm. right? But when I start reading something that I don't like, I, don't, I can't focus. Mm. I would probably prefer to physically be doing something to, to absorb it. Mm. Absorb, in, in, absorb, you know? Absorb! <laughs> But I'm tired. Absorb. Say no more. <laughs> I know what you're saying. I remember what we say, bro. The smart ones. Yeah. Absorb. You give me joke. Us. <laughs> you give me joke. But yeah, guys, I know what you mean. Absorb. <laughs> so I'm going to let you. I'm trying to let that one slide, man. I hate the teachers out here. I, I don't oh, say too much, should it? But yeah, guys. Yeah. Um, like, you just. <laughs> you want me to remind you of the point you were making? Do you want me to do that for you? <laughs> you're talking about how the education system doesn't work. Like, how can I say? Doesn't. Basically, kids are fitting into the education system. The education system doesn't fit around students. Yeah. And then if they're getting pushed out of everything... Yeah. Um, you've got the government stopping certain things, after-school things for them to do. Yeah. What does that come to again? They only can stay with the people that are feeling the same as they do. Mm. Mm. Again. So, like, they're getting pushed out of everything. Yeah. Dads becoming waste men. Some dad, like, do you know what I mean? Like, not all of them, but some no, of them. No, 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 no. I said, some people are not there. Yeah. So what happens is we don't have that. Like, we don't have it. And, and we and what happens is we then don't know what, how, because our parents try to be that. Yeah. So our mum might try and be that. Yeah. And we lose the essence of who we are. And that's, yeah. That's where you feel like your counselling comes in. Yeah, just help. Like, look, you've lost yourself in every step of life. Yeah. Yeah. You've lost yourself up at school. You start sometimes listening to other people around you. Yeah. You've you've linked up with people with the same sufferings as you. Mm. Right. So what happens? You you are now of their thinking. Mm. You might have aspirations, right? But if you're around people that are going, bro, you don't need to go to school. Like, oh, we don't need school. We're just gonna yeah. make money. Yeah. That's what we're gonna do. Mm. Well, maybe happens? not in the best means either. Exactly. Right. You now, you're now fixated on that and you forgot who you are. Inside, the most of the stuff that they're doing, you're like, I don't want to do. Yeah, but you're doing it because you've lost who you are. Exactly. And now you're just a part of it. Now, now you kill off who you are mm. to emerge as someone new. Oh, wow, okay. Wow. But it's true. So how, so, so how does 
How does like building like physical mental fitness kind of help us snap back into who we are? It does both. Um, obviously, for me, um, I done karate mm. um, first and gym. Mm. Um, karate kind of brought me discipline. Mm. It pushed me through my pain barrier. Mm. Um, any angle, or anything that I had, I would be hitting it on the bad work, a uh, bag. Um, so, so when I'm hitting the bag or mm. you're sparring, um, you you lose all of that. Um, and when you're sparring, because you're not trying to hurt somebody, obviously until it's time to fully go in. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're you're there, you're control. Okay. So you're you're, you're controlling that urge. Or, right, you know I mean? like, I'm with you. Um, but when you're hitting the bag, you can hit it hard because someone's protected. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it gets all that frustration out of you. But um, in a controlled, managed manner. Exactly. Okay. Um, you got someone pushing you past your barriers. So when you're like, oh, I want to quit, um, your your mentality quickly changes from being weak to strong. Mm. Because before you might be like, oh, somebody goes, oh, let's go and do that. Mm. Your mentality would be weak. But if, if now you're starting to get some discipline from maybe an outside source, what people call outside source, mm. you might start thinking, actually, well, I don't need to do that. I've been pushed through my barriers. Mm. Um, I don't feel that way anymore. I don't feel angry anymore. Because mm. sometimes you just need a way to get that frustration out. Yeah. And that's what helped me. Like, um, side going gym as well. Yeah. That helps. That's Bulked like my up and that, as you said. Yeah, bulked up. <laughs> That's my quiet place, man. Like, when I go there, I feel yeah. calm. Like, it's just me and my music. Just bang out the weights. Mm. Just calm. Like, lifting heavy. Relieving <laughs> that stress. Do you know what I mean? That's that's what it does for me. Like, talk about that link between... Because for, for... I guess anybody who's rel- relatively... Or even small, small in the know about... The, like, links between mental health... Um, and, and physical health... You are often told, look, go and do some exercise. Like, um, whether it's running, jogging, um, anything, go and do some exercise. Talk about the link between mental health, physical health, and the value it brings. It's it's very valuable. You hear a lot of people say mind, body, and soul. Mm. Right? And it's very true. Mm. You need to have a balance. No matter what you believe in, right, that is your soul. So meditation, mm. whatever it may be, or even just clearing your mind, right? It's something you need to do. Mm. That's the soul. Mm. Away from everything. Turn off your phone, mm. turn off your laptop, and just sit there in silence. The art of silence has been lost. Oh, jeez. That's the truth. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm still doing my best to try and get that into my, incorporate that. But my phone's on. If yeah. it buzzes, bomb I'm on it. Do you find it hard meditating? Because I find meditating hard. I do it, but I find it hard. Meditation's hard because we make it hard. And we, we, because right. we won't. We Shits won't. all of my excuses out of the window then. <laughs> <laughs> no, do, do you know no but it's true. Do you know how true it's it is? true. Because do you know why meditation's hard? Because we keep our phone next to us. Yeah, whilst we're meditating. Vibrating. Yeah. Or it's even playing the music that we're using to meditate for. Exactly, and we can't do that. It has to be two separate. It has to be out of the room. Yeah. And because clearing your mind is very, very important. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You have to catch your thoughts throughout the day. Throughout the whole day, mm. you're having a lot of thoughts, right? When you sit down and meditate in silence, in mm. peace, 
all those everything starts running over your mind again mm. catch that on paper mm. even if you're just sitting there catching stuff on paper because then it's out of your mind yeah do you know what I mean yeah the fitness helped me because as my body was training and I was feeling good mm. my mind started feeling good because I started seeing changes yeah so I was like at first I'm I was skinny eating okay mm. not eating right mm. you feel your body with what with how your body will go on so you have a petrol car you don't start putting water or diesel in it <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You wouldn't do that. Yeah. Because it won't run. I'm with you. When you start putting good food in your body. Yeah. Um, obviously, sometimes if you eat something bad, mm. and another thing, if you eat something bad, don't beat yourself up. Yeah. I feel myself with reasonably good stuff. Right. So my body runs reasonably well. Man, like sleep. If I say so myself, you know. <laughs> you my me? body runs well. <laughs> You got me, go follow muscle medicine underscore. I'm joking. You can be joking. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. No, but if you get what I mean. Yeah. So, so you do. Um, once they are all linked, they uh, sorry, they are all linked. Yeah. So when one starts working, yeah, you're naturally gonna want to do certain things. So example, when you start training properly, yeah, right, your body will start telling you what foods to have or not to have, and it's up to you to decide whether you're gonna do it or not. That's true. So you finish a gym, yeah, and you're banging out. Oh, wow, you're like, raw. My body's like starving. Mm. You know what your body told you what to get yeah because it's telling you i need like chicken i need a like a like, nice seasoned home chicken yeah i need um probably some potatoes right boiled or put in the oven yeah like we're talking veg. cooked chicken stuff not like exactly. kfc no yeah no McDonald's, this, this like, is all cooked yourself that's what your yeah. body's telling you yeah right but you walk past a chicken shop and you're like standard well, this is, yeah. two pounds i'm on my way home might as well exactly exactly <laughs> that's what you're thinking right and what happens? You go with that. Six wings, boss man, safe. And I might get some afters. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you get what I mean. Isn't yeah. It? So now you've just not listened to your body. Yeah. So now you've put yourself back again in terms of mentality. Yeah. Because you said I'm setting out on this journey and then, eat, like, and what I mean is you need to try, like, don't beat yourself up by eating it, but you have to look, set a goal and achieve it. Mm. So six months. Mm. You want to get big, whatnot. Mm. You have to be like, look, I need to focus on this yeah. and see my goal come to come true. Yeah, I did that. Like, I, my 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 thing is sweets. Like when I say sweets, like donuts and stuff like that. Cakes, oh right, yeah. yeah. Got a sweet tooth, chocolate. I cut out all of that for probably about six months to eight months. Really. And I saw, the, I saw the change. I saw the change in my body. Don't get me wrong. When I ate one was, piece of, like when I had one donut and yeah. that, I just flooded back again. Do you know what I mean? But, <laughs> but it, I'm telling you, when you get that mentality, because now my body's in a way that is okay. I could maintain. I'm with you. But I made sure I focused on something. You have to have a focus. Mm. Like if you're not competing, you're not gonna feel that you have to eat something good. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because you're like... So, like, talk about competing because I, I, I'm i interested that you use that particular word, compete, because, like, what do you mean by competing? Do you mean competing against somebody else or yourself? Like, like when it comes to your version of mental, and mental, spiritual and physical fitness, what do you mean by, be, what do you mean by competing? Just, just like, you just don't like to lose. Like, you, you set yourself a goal. Yeah. 
for me, it's like I I said I want to inspire people to just just train. Mm. I like to train, so mm. I said I just want to show people what I do, so mm. then they can get inspired. Yeah, I was doing it. That that is what was good for me. I'm documenting it. I was yeah. using it as a way to compete with myself to mm. say, look, we set this goal. Mm. We told people about it. Mm. it has to happen. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, has to happen. Yeah, I like, like that. I think I might use it as a title for the podcast. Actually, we've uh, we've set this goal. We've told people it has to happen. I love that. No, but it's true because the thing is, I'm back, I'm throwing these videos up, and if people don't see a change, mm. what's gonna happen? They're gonna rah. He's not about his you, job. Yeah, you've been banging this, but you ain't done nothing, bro. Yeah. So you have to then for me to say, and I wasn't, and if you notice, I wasn't talking. I was just doing. Yeah. And that actually got a lot more people just doing. Because they were like, there was no talking involved. Mm. I was doing what I said. Yeah. So no one could say anything. Mm. I was in the gym. I banged out the weight. Do you know what I mean? Mm. You're not doing that. Do you know what I mean? And, 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 it, was, and it felt good for me. Because when I got home, I'm like, yeah, I've done it. Yeah. Calm. Showing people. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, and then what happens is, because people see you doing, other people are inspired. Messaging you going, oh yeah, no, I saw what you're doing. It inspired mm, me. Mm. Even till today, people say it. Like, uh, for you, let's let's talk about the counselling for a bit. Like, how have you developed that with tap bar coaching specifically? Like, what 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 have you done? Well, I guess first and foremost, you kind of touched on it in terms of why you've got on there. But specifically, why did you decide to start your own particular thing? And what have you done to master the art of counselling? It's a bit of both. It's a bit of reading books. Mm-hmm. Um, Any particular books that have helped? Do you know what the thing is? I like autobiographies. Okay. So what I'm trying to do is get into the minds of those individuals. Yeah. So obviously I look at Martin Luther King, mm. um, Malcolm X. I'm reading. Yeah. I got. I'm, I'm reading the habits. Um, Habits. I'm not seven I'm, habits of highly effective people. No, I'm not. Which one? I got breaking the habit. I'm not good with names of stuff. So, That's fine. So, so that I think forgive me, people. <laughs> um, <laughs> basically, I'd, I, I, I'm reading different books. So self development yeah. and um, people. Yeah. Because I'm I'm relatively aware that you've taken some courses and stuff to help you, like improve your ability to to counsel. So, like, what were those courses? What were they like? And what were some of the th- key things you picked up in terms of helping you with your ability to counsel others? Um, mine was Animus Coaching. Mm. Um, it brought, like, I just stumbled upon it, called up the gentleman. Yeah. Um, liked what they said. Just set myself on it. Um, coming across Life Coaching was a bit random. Yeah. I just looked up, I was looking up counselling and what I can do to help people. Yeah. And, um... And it just seemed to work. Um, when I went there, it was just all about questioning, getting involved with your emotions, um, mm. talking to adult, not the adult, adult. You talk to adult, adult, child, and parent. Oh, transactional analysis. Yeah. Parent, so, adult, child. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it just taught me a lot. And obviously, looking deeper in yourself onto reasons how you are. Because mm. sometimes you're, you're worried about helping other people, but then the same questions that I'm asking people makes me think. Yes. So I need to know what's going on with me before yes. I can sometimes help other people. Yeah. I do find that with like with life coaching it's a bit like being um it's a bit like being a PT in a sense. Like um in terms of your 
I think I think what's interesting about life coaching generally is like I see it is you see how you got a doctor mm-hmm. who might take care of your physical health when you're not great, right? In that same sense, a PT will help you get stronger. A doctor with your physical help with your physical fitness helps you when you're weak, but a PT helps you get stronger. Yeah. I see life coaching in the same sense when it comes to people's mental health. You've got maybe counselors or um, mental health practitioners helping you when your mind is not maybe when you're not feeling that great. But then you've got life coaches or coaches generally, as I, I prefer to be called a coach, right? Like helping you to improve your mindset and how you how you function kind of like neurologically if that makes sense yeah do you know what i mean so like for you what's been your greatest what's been your lowest point but then also your greatest point as a counselor um my thing is again my my thing is a little bit of the self-doubt yeah so just finishing my course yeah um so you can it's like i'm a good great starter (laughs) Like I came flying off that, but I should have probably finished a long time ago. Yeah. Just finishing that. Um, yeah. Getting myself back on doing what I was doing, tap bar coaching. Mm. Greatest victories is from the free coaching that I've done. Mm. I've seen a lot of change in people. Mm. And that's what I set out to do. And mm. hearing that it works mm. is obviously what I want to hear. Yeah. And it, um, seen some people can overcome some things that they've been struggling with a long time yeah and that is my well you could say that's my um that's my reward that's what you do it for yeah to see yeah. that they can overcome it because it was stuff that they were that they had problems with for a very long time mm. and then to see them overcome it mm. um for me i was like yeah this is this is something that is needed yeah but then it's just if people are willing to give it a go yeah I think from from my experience with with Tatbar and you, it's like I've really, really appreciated um, the ability to reflect. I think, especially as as a manager, very rarely do you either put yourself or find yourself in situations where you're forced to reflect, unless you've been proactive to sort it out for yourself. Mm. And so, when we would talk, I think the great one of the greatest things that you taught me about myself or showed me about myself or helped me even mm. rediscover about myself even <laughs> more so was um like why am i scared to do things i've done before and when that hit me i was like and when you said it to me i was like that doesn't make no sense that's incredibly true and i think that helped me overcome some of my own personal stumbling blocks for a lot of things whether it's relationships whether it's making certain decisions as a manager yeah um whether it's even doing certain things. Like we set the goal for me to do this this type of podcast. And because I was scared of having done it, bearing in mind I've done the impact pod from before. It's like, why was I scared? And when you said it to me, I was like, hey, that's not how it's supposed to work. So so in terms of your impact, I have been a personal recipient of the type of coaching and counseling you provided. So I want to say thank you. Um because it genuinely did like you are like you wanted it to help you rediscover helps me rediscover myself yeah. if that makes sense so thank you for that the royal circle part is basically about little tidbits of advice that you would give um to people who are coming up in either like this general 
realm and industry of well-being in terms of one thing that you wish you'd knew you you'd known before you'd started so that's, we call that heirs then we've got royalty which is for other leaders and people in your industry or just generally people like what is one principle that you now live by mm-hmm. and then lastly legacy which is what do you hope to achieve with tap bar coaching in particular as well but also maybe generally in life and then um we'll finish so we'll go through it first as one thing you wish you knew before you got started probably knowing what it is i wanted to do and i, I know that's a little bit hard yeah because i knew that you want to help people but it was hard putting a word to it like to know how you wanted to help people yeah because think about it um I knew that I liked seeing... I've always made people feel welcome. Mm. If someone news around us, I always make them feel a part of the friends that I'm with. Yeah. Never make them feel outcasted because potentially, without obviously being adopted, maybe that's something that was just natural. Mm. But then in terms of seeing how to take someone forward, like the mentor thing, mm. but then not knowing what to word it because life coaching is perfect because... And counselling. Mm. Counselling helps once, obviously, I achieve that as well. Um that's going to deal with the pain mm. of the past. Mm. But then life coaching is the way forward. So um, I see it as a... That, that's why my symbol's a water lily. Yeah, explain that one for us because I, I really like that symbolism. It, no, a water lily is... Obviously, I just came across it myself. Yeah. Right. Uh, funny thing is, Ren means lily as well. Oh. Um, <laughs> we'll tie them together. <laughs> so the thing is, yeah, um, when the night goes across... Mm. A lily. When the Closes night up. has come. Sorry. Boom, right. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and the moon is yes. uh, And Don't get me guessing. Sorry. <laughs> right. I could do that anyway, yeah, I like singing. Um, right. Yeah. So <laughs> when the night hits the lily, right? Yeah. It it closes. Mm. But when the sun when the sun hits it, it starts to open up. And that is why the symbol is a lily. Mm. As you're growing up, people putting their negativity on you. Mm. so you start to close up. close up everything's closed everything's dark yeah but then when when you start talking in tap bar coaching mm. and you start to rediscover who you are yeah. your principles what you like to do what happens is you start to come out of that shell again mm. you slowly start opening up and then by you becoming yourself what happens you become free mm. some people won't like that um, that your freedom comes mm. Because some people like you being that 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 caged person, closed cage, that, yeah, yeah. That, that they can control. Mm. Um, a, lo- a lot of things. Actually, one thing that I wish I knew, I I wouldn't let. This is what it is. Mm. Stop chasing people mm. that won't chase you. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and I that came up you. to me the other day. Like it's like somebody does something to you but you're like oh we're friends so you're the one that goes oh no you don't we should make up even if it's not your fault mm. so you make up something happens again not your fault mm. but you go we shouldn't be arguing let's, let's make up yeah let's make up all the time and then what happens is you might do one thing that they say they don't like and the next minute your friendship the world is over yeah and it's like that certain people just like you being that person that they have there yeah and they don't want you to say your mind Mm. do you know what I mean mm. they want you to be that little pushover that they could control exactly manipulate I'm with you so um, just just sometimes just knowing who knowing who your friends are and who's and, worth your time yeah and sometimes it's 
the people that you know for long as well that may or that you might have to cut yeah because or manage yeah or, or they sometimes filter themselves out yeah um a few it's happened a few times yeah um, okay so don't chase people that won't chase that you. won't chase you royalty so for other leaders or people what is one principle that you live by wholeheartedly it might sound a bit contradictory to the before one all right go on. just always love people <laughs> that's not contradictory at all no because it may seem it because obviously sometimes i'm saying you have to filter people out but don't don't when i say uh, yeah what, do you know what i mean so when i say filter people out sometimes they're just not good for you because sometimes they're draining your energy mm. from you doing your thing mm. like you when i say love people still don't go away out of that relationship with hate or resentment in your heart mm. again dropping all them expectations yeah don't go away bitter just go away and go look maybe you you will come back later yeah but right now, I need to just be focused. I need my energy back. Yeah. Yeah. And just having, I guess, forgiveness and grace when they, when you do say that they need to leave or you don't have them around, I, whether it's for life or even a season. You don't even need to say anything. You just no, don't, no, no. Yeah. yeah. You just don't, just, just don't meet up with them as much. Yeah. Just chill. Like, just get your happiness back. I yeah. used to have people that used to call me just to throw all their rubbish on me. And sometimes I used to stay on the phone mm. and I, had my brothers go, bro, how are you still on the phone? Yeah. You know, you know, it's funny, right? That you say that, like, sometimes there'll be a situation where a friend has got a problem. They've had for a while, right? They're phoning you for advice. And then the friend goes, and basically, not only do they not take her advice, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with not taking the advice. But to go back to the situation, to then come back to me and complain to me about it. I've got things to do, my G. Like, if you... <laughs> Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because do you know what's annoying? Yeah, it's it's proper. It will be a two-hour conversation every time you want to vent about work or your no. girl or your man. Like, fam, fix the problem, my G. Or <laughs> like, like unless it's a progress report after the first time, don't throw my phone again. I'm glad you said that. Let me give you an example. I'm just gonna give you a short one. Yeah. The same thing happens when it comes to the fitness. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. People ask me a question. Yeah. How do I get big? What do I eat? Yeah. I send them a plan. I yeah. send them what to do. A week later, they come back to me the same thing. I'm like, look, I sent you everything. <laughs> they, want, they want something else. I'm yeah. like, focus on what I said mm. and come back to me in three to six months. Mm. Because what you've got is the bread and butter. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You get that right, everything else will come. Right. Foundations, right? Exactly. Yeah. What the, the problem is, I don't like... See, that's, a, that's another thing. If somebody comes to me with the same question, I just don't have time for it. Because I used to be that guy that would listen to everyone's problems. But then by the time I finished listening to everyone's problems, yeah. I had no energy to do my stuff. To do, yeah. Because now I'm drained. I'm like, bro, my mind is actually mind yeah. effed. It's like, so true. You're drained, bro. Mm. You can't have that. Because then you get nothing done and then you're pissed. Because you're like, bro, like, I literally just heard this yeah. the other day. Yeah. Like, I don't think... Like, I'm, I'm, like I think... It's it's incredibly selfish f for people to do that. But then, secondly, I think what's an most annoying for me about it, right, is that these people will have standards mm. that they set for themselves, whether it's fitness, relationships, careers, their personal development, right? And they will ask and be like, "Oh, cool, this is what I want to achieve." You give them the plan, like you said, you say, "Cool, do this, do this, do this," right? And then 
what they're basically looking for is Champions League level accolades with Sunday League attitudes. Mm. Right? They don't want to put in the work. There's, there's a reason that people who win the Champions League win the Champions League is because there is a hell of a lot of work, hard work and discipline that goes into being a winner. But they just want the easy stuff. It's a bit of both. They, it's, not, it's not just that. They just want you to say what they want to hear. Oh, yeah, there's that as well. That That is one of the main ones that kind of pisses me off. <laughs> because you get people that call you yeah. to agree with what they have in their mind. So yeah. they say it's okay. Yeah. So they will call you, waste two hours of your time, then they're yeah. going to call somebody else. Yeah. They are going to call someone else that mm. agrees with them. And then what you've just said is just been a waste of time because what you said is the truth. Mm. But what someone else said is what they want to hear. So they're like, okay, now, now I feel validated. Yeah. Now I'll do what I do. Like, example, in that scenario, you say boyfriend, girlfriend argument. Yeah. You're like, oh, this, this guy or girl pisses me off. Yeah. For two hours. Yeah. And you're like, well, just like you say, sort it out. So, yeah. But then they're going to go to someone else that will agree with what they say. Oh, just get back with him. And then you're like, okay, I'm just going to get back with him. Then. Yeah. Because it's easier. Yeah. Than, and I hear that as well. Like, there's so, there's so much there. Like, for example, there's a thing that I call... Um, and like it's a template I call and what, and it's basically about people who have what I call um, alternative neurotic disorders, hmm. right? And right, <laughs> literally <laughs> acronym. Yeah, like literally, <laughs> right? And, and and the reason I put what there, yeah. right, is one because I'm from South London, which was really helpful for the template. But then secondly, because the what part is about what exactly what do you want from this situation? Hmm. What will make you firstly, um, like, what do you want? Right? What do you want to... What will make you happy? What will bring you achievement or accolades? And also, what will bring you tranquility in terms of peace? Mm-hmm. Like, in that situation, if, I don't know, not talking to your boss or going back to a really, really bad toxic environment, whether it be a workplace or a relationship, right, isn't going to bring you... Isn't what you want, isn't going to make you happy, isn't going to help you achieve anything and isn't going to bring you tranquility, then you have to leave. Or you have to make a decision that isn't going back. But if you stay, my G, you have your, you have alternative neurotic disorders. It's as simple as that. Because you want it to be like you said, you want it to be easy. You want me to tell you what you what 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 you want to hear. Exactly. And that's not going to help you. You're 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 literally doing what I would call making an alternative decision. Hmm. Like you would much rather stay with the alternative which you're not happy about then do yeah anyways right sorry because no, yeah it's gonna get me mad but i hate what you're saying yeah, i hate what you're saying but <laughs> going back to the point in terms of like love everyone basically yeah just just love everyone man like don't go away from a situation feeling bad mm. um don't have any expectations do things out of the bottom of your heart without mm. saying i've done this for something yeah in return yeah and uh, and when you do that you'll just feel better in yourself because one no one's let you, no one can let you down mm. so you haven't got an expectation yeah uh, and I mean it doesn't deny the fact that it's gonna hurt though it's gonna hurt yeah it's gonna hurt but I, it's hard it, it will only hurt short it will, yeah it will I know hurt what you mean. a lot shorter than if you were to have that expectation yes. and then it didn't get fulfilled 100%. if I have none and it doesn't I'll be like oh okay they didn't do it but then I move on. Mm. I'm like, okay, cool. Mm. Then I didn't expect them to do it. Yeah. The problem is when people expect a lot of things, but then sometimes it's going to get a lot deeper. But it's like people expect a lot of things, but sometimes they don't do 
the things that are expected of them. Yeah. So that's where it gets crazy. That's just why I say life coaching has made me think and think and think mm. beyond thinking. Mm. And I already used to be a thinker. Yeah. But it makes me ask better questions to myself as well. Mm. Like why have I, I'm, I can't expect someone to do something for me and I'm then, example, like say if I'm not doing it for my mum. Yeah. I'm a Oh, yes. Because yeah. everybody shows their good fit to their friends. But why do we not do that to our parents? Mm. Oh, no, I've got something to do for someone else. Mm. Oh, can you give me some milk? No, I'm busy. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But our parents get the last of us. Mm. But then all the people out there that probably don't care about us, yeah. we're giving them everything. Everything. Oh, I've got to quickly run to their house to do something for them. i got to get over there. Yeah. Cross the other side of London for them. Mm. But then when they... And your, when your mum went like, example like mine, like when my mum probably done everything for me. Yeah. Getting up early, working, dropping us to school, cooking mm. food. And I can't go down the road. Get one, two, two milk. I hear you. <laughs> Lastly, um, legacy. Mm. With everything that we've spoken about, especially with tap bar coaching itself, yeah. what, what do you hope that it achieves? What do you want to achieve with it? Help. Everyone rediscovered it best. That's that's as simple as it is. It's as simple as that, isn't it? Yeah, because once everyone becomes themselves, mm. it allows more other people, it allows others to be themselves. Like you said at the beginning, right? Yeah. The parent, like, look at this. When you're at home and you're being yourself, that is you. Mm. Like being calm, you're having a little joke or whatnot. That's mm. you. When you're out, you sometimes put on a bit of a facade. Mm. I mean, because mm. you're cause you're playing the crowd sometimes. Yeah, you may have to play the fool when you're not a fool, because sometimes the crowd might not understand the depths you can go to. Yeah. Yes. Um, I've experienced that. Yeah. No, I've, not I've, in a, like an inauthentic way. No, no, no. But no, but it's not. But there's. But there's, again, you're validating what you're saying. Yeah. Why? Who? Why do we need to validate that? <laughs> Cause it, do, you, do you know what it is though? Do you know what it is though? It's annoying. It's an, like, for example, right? Like a lot of people, um, generally what I get classed as is a, is a charismatic manager or whatever. Hmm. And I think what surprises a lot of people is that I'm incredibly strategic when it comes to doing what needs to be done. Like yeah. really, really strategic, right? And so what always surprises them is how much I've gone into making sure that there's systems and structures in place to back up the evidence or the theory of what I'm saying and trying to get across and it's annoying because a lot of people just think oh you just talk a lot if that makes sense yeah do, do you know what I mean which but again does it matter to a point no because the evidence and the results speak for themselves like they really do speak for themselves do you know what I mean so like but it's just it's, yeah it's but, annoying but, but again I haven't got to validate I haven't got to prove myself to nobody it's just annoying and I'm allowed to feel annoyed Renick no? of course you're, yeah. you can feel annoyed but then again it's, it's something similar that when we spoke off 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 mic again like we yeah. spoke people won't understand until they ask you yeah and then you have to explain it properly yeah I think though, I think in the weirdest way though, I do like I do like that when that happens. I prefer that, in but, an essence. In essence, no, but exactly. So you can't get frustrated at something 
that hasn't happened. Mm. Or if somebody has said something yeah. without wanting to understand it. Oh, that is the worst. But then but then you let them be. That is the worst, Renick. Can I say something? Go on, please do. I feel like we're doing this quick session here. But, but let me tell you why, right? So, like, it's something actually that um, Leonardo da Vinci said along the lines of, like, the more you care about something, the more, like, the more you'll feel the suffering of it. And I really, and I, you know, you know this, you know me, like, I really, really do care about the impact of just generally leadership, right? Whether it be managing people or even managing yourself. Like, I really, really care about it. And so when people ask me, when people kind of see that I'm relatively different to what they're used to or even expect, and they ask me, like, how do I do certain things? Like, or why do I do certain things? I explain to them. And they still don't want to understand. And here's the thing, I'm not even trying to force them. The proof is in the pudding. Like, in terms of what you're used to and what you're getting, the only reason you're here is because what you used to get isn't exactly, like, it wasn't fulfilling you. It wasn't making you happy. So for you to come now, to me, to ask me questions, only to be ignorant, pisses me off. Do you know what I mean? Now I get what you say in terms of leave them alone. Like... And I do that to be fair, because you can't. You can take a horse to the. You can take a horse to the water, but you can't force it to drink. Mm. But it's still annoying, Renick man. No, it's just annoying because you, you've taken on their. You've taken on their question mm. as a personal thing. Yeah, because I care. Yeah, but then, but then there's caring, and then there, and then there's just obsessing. I am obsessed because it matters. No, but okay. <laughs> Help me here, help me here, God. Oh man, there's a Bible verse that comes to mind. In a nutshell, you, you're probably going to know what I'm talking about. Gun. Give me a the gist. Fool yeah. will not learn from the wise. Yeah? Mm. No matter how much wisdom you give them. Mm. But a wise person mm. can learn something off a fool. Oh, 100%. And this is what I'm trying to say. You are taking on a problem. Yeah. That that person does not care for the response. So what are you asking me for? If they're asking you and they're still being stupid about it, <laughs> yeah. they, they, they've just asked a question. Right. Not to understand it. They've just asked. Maybe to feel like they are asking to, to understand what you're doing. Yeah. But then when they hear it, they're like, oh, maybe I, it's, it's, a bit, it's a bit much for me. Oh, I'm with you. Yeah. Because the weight is heavy still. Heavy the head. Where's the it, crown? Exactly. They they probably think it was just you just get up, bomb. You know what? No, no. They don't see the books that you have. Like yeah, like you're in my room now. You can see it's yeah, not look, it's not like it's study. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's true. Lot, though. It's a lot no, of practice. It's, it's a lot of practice. You're putting in the work. Yeah, but when they hear the work, they're probably like, oh, okay. So maybe I won't say anything. But then they're gonna, they might feel silly asking questions again. Mm. But then you just have to break it. You don't give them the, don't give them the. The deepness. Give them the nuggets. Because right. you're the one that said this to me. Yeah. People are not going to listen to the waffle. Yeah. They just want to get them nuggets at the end. Mm. Just break it down. Simple things. Like, like oh, I'm going to bring it back to football because I've recently joined a football team. So yeah. Just, now my mind's all playing football. <laughs> That's fine. I like football. I love football. Just just like, just bring it like simple. Like, get into, like, go into the ball. Right. Mm. So like, when you when I'm finding space, so I, I I'm now looking at this thing online of how to get into position. Yeah. So it says come to the ball. Yeah. Right. So 
with you, drop a little nugget, just like that, come to the ball. Mm. Meaning that when they hear that, they understand what you mean. Obviously, break it down a little bit deeper, yeah. but then that's that's the code word for them to understand what you're talking about. As right, a right, right, I mean? right, right. If, if you said... Um, um, slow, maybe maybe offside or on. Do you know what I mean? So as soon as you say that word, boom, yeah. they're like, okay, now I understand what he means. I'm with you now. It's a bit like like if I if let's say for example you're drinking a KA, yeah, right, Caribbean cola. So let's say I say yeah, Caribbean cola. If I give you all of the ingredients that are on the back of that can, you're gonna get bored. And you're not gonna know what half of them are. Yeah. But if I say to you Caribbean cola, and that might mean a particular principle, then you'll be like, okay, cool, I know what you mean. Yeah. Right, but obviously they have to get the principle first before they delve into studying it, understanding it, and using it in a lot more of a masterful way. Exactly, like you have to. Some people can't handle the deepness yet. I hear some, that. some people just have to take it at face value. It's true. Like me, I'm gonna buy K just to drink it. Yeah. I don't care what they put in it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I probably wouldn't want to see how they make it. Yeah. I don't care. But you know what's saying that though, right? Like, very quickly, because one of one of my key key principles when it comes to managing a team is it takes a team to run a team, yeah. right? Not just the manager, but it takes a team to run a team. And what that generally means for me is that I value the skills, the perspectives, and 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 the tools, or basically generally everything that each of my individual team members bring to the table. So that if they are better at something than I am. I will fully humble myself and be like, either can you take care of this for me or can you teach me how to do something? Right? Like, I'm a guy, I don't have to hyperlink from one of my team members two years ago. Mm. Right? Like, and I was, you know, mid to late 20s. Right? Right? But here's the thing, I was able to humble myself and be like, cool, I will learn from you even if you're younger than, younger than me. And I wasn't going to be like, oh, dismissive Mm. because it wasn't, it, like, does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I wasn't going to be dismissive. I was going to humble myself and take on board what they said. Right? That's not the attitude. Well, to be fair, nine times out of ten, I do get the attitude of a call. Like, I've asked you a question to learn from you. Mm. But sometimes when you give somebody, I guess there's the depth, and that's maybe my thing that I have to work on, is giving people the simple nuggets rather than the depth of everything first. Yeah. It's true, bro. Let, let, let's just leave it on this one. Yeah. Dan. Look at the world, what it's come to now. Right. Instagram snippets, mm. Twitter snippets. Mm, okay. Do you know what I mean the news now just flashes up a quick little storyline yeah. on your phone? They're not giving you too much. Mm. It's just, and then if you want to look further, you look further. You can do. You just give them the snippets. They, if they are really that inquisitive, mm. they will look and search what you said and come back to you with more questions. So it's about giving people the choice. Yeah. As well as testing them to see if they're really about that life. Yeah, just give them the little nuggets because they will then go off and look. If you say, go look at this book mm. and they go look at the book and come back, then you're mm. like, okay, cool, you're serious. Mm. Or if rather they go, than, they go and come back with something more. Yeah, rather than basically giving them the entire yeah, synopsis of what the book's about, just be like, here's the book, here's generally what it's about. Let me know if you if, if it makes sense. Yeah, you read it and see what you get from it. Yeah. How can people get in touch with you? What are your socials, your handles? Um, Tap Bar Coaching, T A. T B A. Yep. Um coaching on Instagram. Is that all one? Is that underscore? All one. All, all one. one, sorry. And on Instagram, yeah. Tap bar coaching. Just on Instagram, um, for now. Yeah. Um I'm building a website. Um and yeah, my number will be on there once it's up and running. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. And what about the muscle mason stuff? 
Muscle Mason is different. That's more just that's a personal journey, right? But just but just I will be I, I just put stuff on up about food and I will start getting my videos back up. So that's Muscle yeah. underscore Mason. If you want to follow that, just to to see what that's about. That's um, on Instagram as well, isn't it? Instagram, yeah, because oh, you no. are quite consistent in terms of like. And when you said that you document and you show people what you're about, like, I think if not every day, there's at least, if not a video or picture or quick thing on the stories about you being in the gym or you showing off the meals that you're eating. Yeah. And they are incredibly healthy. And you're cooking them as well, to be fair. Like, you some show that too, some of them. But, so, but I make sure, I, but if I do eat out, I make sure I get something healthy. Yeah. Relatively. But then I, I'm not in, what I say to people is I'm not in that place at the moment where I'm like, I want abs and stuff. So yeah. when you see me eat the odd thing, I don't want people to go, "Oh, why are you eating that?" Yeah, because I want to. But then, in, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, but then, it, like, to quote you earlier, Renny, like, why'd you care? No, <laughs> no, 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 which is which is true. <laughs> I hate when people do that. You know? uh, it's annoying, isn't it? It's annoying. No, no, but what I'm saying is because I'm saying that, like, if people want a, a proper journey, yeah, like if I eat something. And then they go, what? Why are you eating that? Yeah, I just want to eat it. I just feel like eating it. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like I'm not it's on not a deep. strip. Yeah, I don't care. But like I said, I'm not on an abs thing at the moment. I'm yeah, just, they're getting my my food in gym. Do what I'm doing. Yeah, you will see me eat healthy most of the week, but I'm just then on the weekend I might mm. that ball. But you said this earlier. You was like, I will relatively treat myself. Yeah. What's yeah? You have to delayed man. gratification, ain't it? It's good. Yeah, just just do that. Just like look after, just enjoy, and don't beat yourself up when you do it. Mm. Renick, it's, been, it's a been a pleasure, absolute pleasure. I've taken a lot from this. I think people who are listening to this as well will take a lot from it as well. It's just under two hours, which is hopefully they got the time to listen. <laughs> hopefully they've got the time to listen. Um, but yeah, honestly, right. thank you, and I wish Tap Bar Coaching all of the best in in terms of its success and its legacy as well. You've already helped me to you know, rediscover myself on multiple occasions. So it, you know, it does do what it says on the tin. So I would definitely reach out. Yeah. Um, I definitely encourage people to reach out to you. Yeah, bless up. Thank you, man. So, and thanks for having me on Real Conversation. It's all right. Pleasure, man. Thank you for listening. I hope you found this episode's Royal Conversation just as valuable as I did. If so, please leave a review on the podcast app of your choice, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Anchor. You can join in on the conversation online too with the hashtag grow and lead on Twitter. And if you have any questions or dilemmas about your personal or professional development, management or leadership, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram or Twitter to at shepherd underscore e27. Or you can email me pelliot at elliotshepherds.uk. Or, and a really nice feature of Anchor is that you can send in a voice message too. Until then, thank you and as always, continue to lead your legacy.